You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Salutations to everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy, and you are listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and of course Star Wars. That's right. This is the D cast. With me, as always, is Sean and Chris. Unfortunately, David could not make it today, but he's having fun up in the northern part of Oregon. And we are going to be talking Avengers Endgame. We're going to be talking about giving away free stuff for you. We're also going to talk about some Star Wars celebrations, some park rules, and Disney Plus. And don't forget the Lion King. And we have a special exclusive interview with the Bippity Boppity Bros themselves, Paul and Brian Hall. That and much more on this week's episode of The DCast. Boy, that was dramatic, my D-cast. Pretty good. It was. This is D-cast. How's everybody doing today? Sean, how you doing today? I'm pretty good, Andy. How are you, buddy? Um, living the dream, living my best life, kicking That's with good. gasoline. There you go. Yes, 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 yes. And how you doing today? Chris Brown. Any better, and I couldn't stand it. Any? Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So that's good. Um, we have so much stuff going on. First of all, um, we had a iTunes Apple Podcast review, and uh, Sean, you're gonna go and pull that up for us because I know you had it on your phone. We'll get it here, and I had it, and I lost it. But while Sean does that. Apple Podcasts is the king of podcasts. And if you would like to help us out, and you can't do it financially or whatever, which is totally fine. Leave us a Apple podcast review. Uh, Apple is still the king of podcasts. And by putting a review there, it kind of disseminates and gets up with the SEO and the search engine optimizations and stuff. So leave us a review and don't be be afraid to leave a little bit of criticism as this review from Amber did, but it was still five stars. So I'm totally okay with that. It doesn't hurt our rating at all. It's kind of like an Uber driver. As an Uber driver, it's like, tell me how I can improve, but still give me five stars so I can keep (laughs) driving. So what's our Uber rating look like? Looks pretty good. Five star rating from Amber underscore 426. Uh, The DK. Casual, upbeat, positive podcast about all things Disney. Something for every Disney fan. Parks, parks fans. So, sorry. Something for every Disney fan. Parks fan info, movies, Marvel, Star Wars, all the latest buzz. Content changes weekly. Not the same old topics all the time. Interviews and differing perspectives. Only critic is a lack of a female voice. Still give a five star for keeping it honest and positive. Thank you very much, Amber. Thank you, Amber, for that. And we are actually working on getting a lady in the mix here and actually getting a few ladies as we are getting ready to roll out the video content. I'm actually going to roll out some video content probably on Friday, I'm thinking, on our our, our YouTube channel. I'm doing a, a Disney cover on the La Guitarra, and it's going to be amazing. But we are... Looking, and I mentioned that on Instagram, I had a bunch of people come to me. We are looking for someone local in Southern Oregon just to keep it. You get really complicated with time zones and Skype and recording and making sure people have the proper mics and then recording on their end. So um, we've done that before. Obviously, DCAST, that was the first five and a half years of DCAST, which worked out fine. Uh, but this is kind of the direction we're going now. So thank you, Amber, for that. And uh, we, we do believe representation is important. And uh, we want to make sure that we get every voice on here we possibly can to talk about the love of Disney because that's the one thing that unites us and our love of Disney and that's why you're probably listening to this podcast yeah so yeah make sure you go if you're uh, local hit us up hit us up hit us up come spend some time with us and hang out talk about we're really nice guys we're we're, we're awesome and then next week um, guess what we are going to start recording at Rogue City Comics Rogue City Comics so um, 
Well, how did this start, Chris? Rogue City Comics. Like, what's what's ooh, besides the fact they're like literally across the street from us right now? Yeah, well, that 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 certainly helped. Yes, <laughs> they're they're literally right across the street from us, and uh, I I do frequent there. Yes, the big Iron Man in the front. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just always nice to have some local comic book stores, as we we are blessed to have two in the valley. Yes, 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 uh, yes. in our little area. So I walked in one day, and we were talking, and uh, I had gotten a gift certificate for. Uh, Christmas. What did you get? Uh, I got a absolutely gorgeous Daredevil statue. Ooh! It's uh, basically the the picture. It, it's the scene of him from the Born Again uh, saga where he's jumping through the the the, the glass window of the so church. So it wasn't and, like a remake of Ben Affleck. No, 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 not at all, <laughs> none whatsoever. Okay. And yeah. uh, beautifully done. Um, it's it's in his classic red. I would have preferred the yellow brown, but that's fine. I'll take the classic mm-hmm, red. Mm-hmm. And turn, come to find out that. They're big fans of Daredevil, so we talked and ended up getting a picture of Daredevil as well. And then I said, hey, listen, we have a podcast that we do, and we like to keep it local. You guys like to keep it local. They were already aware of you, Andy, and they knew Mm -hmm. of the podcast. And we said we'd like to possibly do some videos or maybe even record out of here because it's gorgeous and it's comic book related. And and, uh, they were all about it. Yes. And I was there today, which I'll talk about why I was there today. And I go and they're and they're playing Disneyland soundtrack music like there was Soarin' and then Small World and then I'm in. Oh, I was just I was I was elated. So, anyways, I, I went there on Saturday. Took my son to there at National Games and National Games. Aaron over at National Games is amazing. He hooked up the Decast crew. Well, he got a free screening, a whole screening, a whole theater over at Cinemark here in Medford uh, at six twenty, which is twenty minutes after the first showing. Um, for all of him and his his, his customers and, p- and people who he knows and friends to watch, it's already sold out. But he gave us, we I was going to buy six tickets from him. He gave us two for free, and if we shot them out, so make sure if you are in Medford and you are a a gamer of any sort or kind, or you love, you know, like board games or pops or anything like that, go over to Astro Games in downtown Medford. Check them out. Um, but he hooked us up with two free tickets, so it lowered our price. But I'd already purchased. Uh, tickets for the 840 showing at Cinemark. So I had this bright idea. I went over to Rogue City Comics um, today, and I talked to uh, Jamie and Steven about them giving away these tickets to see Avengers Endgame at 840. And so what they are doing, if you are in Southern Oregon, I'm sorry. Those of you guys who don't live here, I'm so sorry. If you can make it here, by all means, you can enter. But um, I gave them two tickets for them to go because they didn't get they didn't get their tickets in time because the in-game tickets are going for like five thousand dollars each on eBay right now opening night. Uh, but they are going to be giving away four tickets to see Avengers Endgame um, on April twenty fifth at eight forty. So what you're going to do is go over to Rogue City Comics on Instagram tomorrow. They're going to post how you can win, and essentially what you're going to do is they're going to post pictures and 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 pictures about the contest with with the tickets in it. And you'll put your name in and name of three friends who you'd like to go with you. If they have an Instagram, tag them on Instagram, and we're going to do that for a week. And so you can do that once a day. And then at, on that next Friday, we will pull a name out of a hat. And then that person will get, then three of their closest friends will get to go with the owners of Rogue City Comics to see uh, Avengers Endgame Thursday the 25th. So Awesome. Totally stoked. That was a whole mouthful of stuff. We've got a, someone said a local comic book store. Sounds so cool. Um, it is beyond cool. Uh, it is. It is. I lived in both situations where we've I've had one close to me, and I haven't had one close to me. I used to walk to one when I was a child growing up in New Orleans, and uh, that's not a place you really walk around now. Uh, but but I did, and I would take you know ten dollars from mowing grass, 
And I would go and I would go to the comic book store and I'd buy a Mr. Pib and I would purchase comic books. And it's so awesome to have a local yes, comic book source because yes, they're just everything's there at your fingertips. They can get back issues. Yep. You know, you can just live through the universes. Yeah. They're just awesome. I love having these two stores here. And wherever you're at in the country or world, you know, support your local businesses. I know sometimes it's really, really tempting to go on Amazon. And sometimes you just need to. Sometimes, you know, I understand money money's tight. But to be able to go and like buy Disney Villainous, I am obsessed with Disney Villainous, the game right now. Completely <laughs> obsessed that. with it. Buy it from your local game store. So I get that all my game stuff, my Pokemon stuff from Astral Games, comic book stuff. I get, you know, my daughter loves the 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 uh, Pinkie Poo or Pinkie Pie, whatever, Rainbow Bright, My Little Pony comic books. My son's really into DuckTales right now. They have a whole Disney afternoon yes. um, line of comic books right now. He's really into that. So just be support local businesses. And speaking of support local, we decided to give out a copy of A Wrinkle in Time. And not a whole lot of people entered this one. I was surprised. But we actually uh, had like seven or eight people enter and uh, pulled the name out of a hat. And we have, believe it or not, Logals. Yeah. Logals won. Right. And uh, what, 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 who are they? Uh, some ear, some underscore ear imagination. Some ear imagination. ear imagination. You are the winners of the Wrinkle in Time uh, Blu ray, DVD, digital download combo pack. So just. Uh, I'll post this tomorrow on the Dcast uh, Instagram. So just hit us up, and we will. Well, this is great for us because we don't have to pay shipping now. <laughs> this is like the time yeah. of when you were a listener, Sean, and um, you won. And I'm like, great! I don't have to send a T-shirt now. I can just. What did I win? Coco. You want you want a Coco? You don't you I want, want a, a T-shirt? DVD. You want Coco yeah. and you want a T-shirt, t-shirt and stickers and, and stickers. Yeah. yeah. So that that, that works Big out winner. great for me. Look where I'm at now. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You too can be a part of the Dcast. You could be a walk on on the Dcast. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, that was a whole (laughs) lot of stuff we had to get through. So now uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Avengers Endgame since we're on that subject. And this clip came out. Tell me about this clip. Chris, what's what's going on? There's a clip. Tell me about the clip. You haven't seen it? No, I'm excited. You haven't seen it? No, no, I was so busy at work today. Oh my God! I you're haven't seen the clip yet. Get your, get your ring ready because you're right, going to want to throw it again. Oh, <laughs> Am I get ready yeah. to toss it. He's gonna, he, no, I, when you were talking to me earlier, I thought you were talking about the oh other trailer that you're, had. You're going to cry. It had it's, Captain it's, Marvel and Thor side by side. No, no there is. They, they launched a clip because the the they were on Good Morning America yesterday. Yeah, the world premiere happened over the weekend. Right, right. And they're starting um, screen screenings now for critics and and if you live in L- if we lived in L.A., we'd be able to probably go or even a bigger Medford. Get on it, Ashlyn. Come on. Anyways, yeah. so um, this clip, you need to watch this, Chris. So okay. this is the Avengers Should Endgame clip. I'm not wearing my wedding ring, so I might throw my glasses. Yeah. Joy, Joy, <laughs> we have a Joy. Um, he's, he, no, I'll keep an eye on him, okay? It's, it's above the sink. <laughs> it's above the <laughs> I was doing the, the dishes. No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Oh I'm so excited. Goodness. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> Give me the okay. good stuff. Yep. Stones again. We'd be going in short you know. Carol there? Listen. Use them to bring everyone back. Just like that. Yeah. Eh? Just like that. Even if there's a, a small chance that we can undo this, I mean, we owe it to everyone who's not mm-hmm. going to try. If we're doing this, how do we know it's going to end any differently than it did before? Because before you didn't have me. Oh! oh. <laughs> Everybody in this room is about that super. And if you don't mind my asking, where the hell have you been all this time? There are a lot of other planets in the universe. But unfortunately, we didn't have you guys. Mic drop. Oh. <clears throat> now Thor gets done cutting his rap video. 
Yep. <laughs> His arms are heavy. Knees. <laughs> smile. Yeah. I like this one. I like this mm. one. Wait for it, wait for wait, it. Wait, wait. Oh, language, language, oh. language, Chris Evans, language. Oh. <laughs> so if you had your ring, you'd be throwing it. Yes. I, I have goosebumps. I'm <laughs> but, so excited. Who I thought you totally thought you saw it. I'm oh, like, no. Walking down the hallway. <laughs> I thought you meant the, the extra little scene that I saw of, uh, of Thor and Captain Marvel, like fighting in the air together. No. I was like, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So no, um, this was much better. That clip tells us that there, that the Carol's like there, she's talking and then they're having a conversation. Um, you know, Captain America swears. Um, though we do try to keep everything PG on here. That was the clip. Um, that's why you say language. I, anybody could have said that line, but it was just so well thought out, the fact that they that that Steve Rogers said that line. It was just amazing. So, so good. Yes. Yeah, so uh, reaction, Sean. What do we got? What do we got? What do you oh, think? Sorry, I was telling Zach to hit resume on the thing. Hit resume on the Instagrams. <laughs> yeah. Did it work? Is it working again? All the Instagrams. I even sent this in our messenger yesterday. I, th- I totally thought you'd watch it then. I yeah. thought it was great. I, like I said, not knowing all this stuff and seeing seeing that, it's like, damn, she's 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 pretty bad. And um, I can't. It makes me even more excited to see this movie now and uh-huh. see how it's actually gonna unfold. And yep, yep, yep. yep. I, everyone I has know. all these. I don't know how in this day and age it, it missed me because <laughs> I darn sure watched The Lion King yes, this morning yes. at oh my gosh. like four thirty a.m. and I was sitting at work. I see this advantage of being on the. Oh, you you were already up, so yeah. I wake up, the internet's freaking out over the Lion King. But so reaction about this clip, Chris, you've, you haven't seen this clip before. I had not seen that clip before. Okay. No. So it was uh, awesome. Um, yes, yes. Um, well, I, well, I still think the final blow has to be from the big three. Uh-huh. But I think uh, I like I like the arrogance of Captain Marvel, obviously. Um, uh, I think it's a nice little wrinkle to her character because mm-hmm. we're now seeing not someone who is suffering from amnesia and trying to figure out exactly how strong she is. We're looking at someone who says, oh, okay, he did this. Let's go get him. Yeah, you got someone, me. And someone who's been fighting for the last yep. 20, 25 years. I've been handling the rest of the universe. Yeah. With, right. With, you know, other heroes, as I'm sure we're going to discover. Yes. Uh, for the next phase. But uh, yeah, let's go get him. And so I, I foresee something, maybe Carol taking a huge hit and absorbing the energy, and that leaves Thanos wide open for mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. heroes to the little coup de gras. To be I awesome. I wish David was here, because David would be totally geeked about this right now. That's, he is geeked. <laughs> David, we know you're geeked. That's awesome. That is a great clip. Yes, it yeah, is. It, was really it reveals nothing, but gives us so much. Mm-hmm. Well, they use the stones, so he revealed that. Yep, so we know that we know right. these use the stones. Right. Yeah, again, again. Which has allowed them to pinpoint... Where he we is. know so where he is. Why did he use them? Because he can't use the power like he did the first time. He's not going to be able to do that. It, it wrecked him. Yeah, it did. So we'll see. He became a farmer afterwards. It. So, you know, <laughs> good old farmer Thanos. So is that right? Yeah. yeah. Get off my lawn. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so Avengers Endgame, we got, we got two weeks coming here, guys. Two weeks tomorrow. And I'm super excited that um, we're going to be partnering with uh, Rogue City Comics to give out some tickets. And uh, guys, let us know what you thought of the trailer. Next up on the agenda, um, Lion King. <clears throat> Lion King trailer. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so um, we're just going to go ahead and watch this. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I tweeted out this morning, <laughs> I'm not going to cry. 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 I'm not crying. You're crying. I think I so. was crying when I read your, when you, when I read your tweet. <laughs> All right. Let's go. And... 
Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast, others spend their lives in the dark. Yep. Begging for scraps. Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. Yeah. Looks so good. Looks so real. John Favreau's killing it. Yeah. Hyenas, Scar. Scar. Great, great image. July 19th. The 100 days from today. Oh, good. I get to cry at that Man, part again. Scar's looking awesome. I don't know how they're doing this. Wait for it. Wait for it. The circle of life. And then, wait, there's more. There's more. There is more. Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, gosh, John Oliver, uh, Beyonce, James Earl Jones. I love the thrust at the end. So, reaction decasters, what do we think of this new trailer from Disney Live Action The Lion King? Let's start with Chris. Chris, what are you thinking today? Amazing trailer, first of all. Beautifully shot. John Favreau works his magic. Mm -hmm. Again, um, any gripes I might have had? I'm not even thinking about those right now. I'm not even thinking about the fact that we we may not have a be prepared. (laughs) Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Fantastic as Scar. Yes. His voice is awesome. He's a fantastic actor anyway. Yes, he is. Um, awesome. I mean, it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It looks shot for, I mean, we're not, we're not obviously not going to get a shot for shot remake, but the pairing so far, the, the little cub foot and his father's footprints, yeah. such a main theme in this whole, oh gosh, amazing, amazing trailer. Yep. It was, oh, I, I just, the, because it wasn't a, that little teaser we got uh, a few months ago now mm-hmm. was shot first shot even the same music. Yeah, this yeah. was different. Sean, what was your thoughts on it? I mean, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful to look at it for for one, and then just the fact that uh, I, I still think it looks so much shot for shot. And like we discussed when we first started here, what my favorite movie was. This is one of my favorite movies that Disney makes, mm-hmm. and it's like. It looks so good, and like, I can't wait. Yeah, I yeah. I hope they keep be prepared in there because that's such I an iconic I, part of it. But they you're gonna have some sort of Beyonce number in there. I'm thinking. Yeah, it's I can't wait. It's I'm. Dare I say I'm more excited for this than Avengers? I I'm just okay. Saying. I'm you leaving. Can, I'm leaving. Goodbye, everybody. I mean, I can uh, say this you can uh, certainly you can say whatever you I want. Can't, <laughs> Andy's out. You can say whatever you want. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited for Endgame, but. I've grown up. I've raised uh, my kids on on this movie. I get it. And yeah, yeah my okay. daughter even said, "Hey, we watch." She said, "If they slam the hand down on the rat in the beginning, she's going to lose it because it scared her every time you watched it in the theater." So, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see it. So. All right, all right, all right. So that's what's going on in the movies right now. Lots of stuff coming out. 
Um, lots more news, but we have some listener questions, Chris. Uh, you got, what, what do you have listener question-wise? We did. Um, so we we had asked, someone had asked me to to re-ask questions we didn't get to a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So uh, the one of the number one questions was if you could pick your favorite Pixar character, who would it be and why? That's super easy. Okay. Go ahead. Wally. Wally, why? Because, like, first of all, that film is epic. The, the, there's no dialogue in the first 10 minutes of that film, period. So just that in of itself is just great. But then the, the personality of Wally, how he's self-sustaining, but he longs for love. And, you know, even robots need love. You know, it's just, it's just <laughs> I was never programmed to love. But he does, and the, the whole relationship, oh, gosh. So Wally, best Pixar character, best Pixar movie, still hands down, Pixar has not topped Wally in my mind. And you can fight me if you don't agree with me. Well, we're going to find we're out, Sean. Fight in a second here, I guess. I would say Woody. Woody. Yeah, I just love Toy well, Story. I'm not going to fight Tom Hanks. <laughs> who's going <laughs> to fight Tom Hanks? Argue with me over Tom Hanks. No, just because for one, it's Tom Hanks. I sure. Just, it's, I just love that character. I think he's hilarious and kind of kind of goofy. And, yeah. yeah he's, he's great. Yeah. And what about Mr. you? Uh, myself, it's, it's a... A, a recent one. Yes. Uh, I was torn between Wally uh, and and uh, Mike Wazowski was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went with uh, Joy from Inside Out. Not just See, because that, it's my wife's like name. Cop out. No. Uh, yeah. Cop out. But, yeah. but, but listen, that's, try to understand. That's cute. That's cute. I saw this, uh, and she is. I have teenage daughters. Um, we we all all three of us have daughters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Amy Poehler's uh, total connection with the character it, it helps guide the main character through the story through yes, yes. complex emotions, yes. uh, preteen years, all the stuff mm-hmm. that could just be so overwhelming, and it's just handled with such. Uh, there's a gentleness to her. There's an excitement to her. And my wife is the living embodiment of her name. Like, she really is. She is a, a joyous person. And she even dressed like her um, for, for Halloween. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that on It's a great picture. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it just, because it just brought me back to, to, to my wife, to the first time I, I saw a picture of my wife, for those who don't know, which is everyone, um, I saw a picture <laughs> of my wife in 1996. And... Uh, my roommate from college, it was his girlfriend and her best friend. Her oh. best friend ended up being my wife. All right. And I, when I saw her, I said, that's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. And I wrote her a handwritten letter because there were no cell phones. Same was the picture of Polaroid? Please it, was. Oh. It, it was. Oh! Well, it, was, it, was, it was a selfie, if you will, but it was taken in front of uh, the, the 7-Eleven in Eagle Point or White Ooh. City. And that's still there. And so, uh, yeah, I saw that I picture. I have dropped off some people on Uber at that, at that particular 7-Eleven, <laughs> and I'm, I don't like – grown men don't like coming out of that 7-Eleven no, sometimes. No, no. no. But it's um, – yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a great character. It does a great thing for the movie. That movie really, really hit me a bunch of times emotionally uh, that I wasn't expecting. Um, so it's a great character. Wally was so close, though, because it's just such a kind-hearted – Beautiful character. Yes. So, yeah. So that was one question. So what other questions do you have for uh, us? Another question is... I'm talking in my NPR voice for the rest okay. of the show. NPR. Yes. Soft mouth. Yes, how are you? So uh, we'll start with Sean on this one. Okay. Okay. So, Sean, you've got a time to meet with Walt Disney. <laughs> you get to ask him one question. And he literally has a Walt... If you, those of you who are listening to the actual podcast and on the Instagram feed, he's, he is wearing a Walt 
Disney t-shirt says Dream on it. He has Walt Disney tattooed on his arm with Mickey Mouse. So yes. big deal. Yeah. So you get a chance to ask Walt one question. What is your question to Walt? I know. I know. Can we be best friends? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That, that is a question. It's his, it's his ghost. I don't know. I mean, someone you admire that much, I think I would just stand there and stare at him. You know what I mean? Just that, Sure. I, I, I don't. I Something like something. It'd probably be something stupid. Oh, you're going to love the interview with Ryan Hall. I'd, you're going to love that interview. You talked a lot about Walt. Oh, yeah. I, where do you come up with this stuff? Or can, yeah, can sure. we take me on a tour? I'd, I'd probably ask him for a tour or for a personal Heck yeah. tour. Of, of Wouldn't everything. it be great to go to through the park every with him? Thing and right? what he was thinking and, and cry oh. and, you know, because, yeah. Mine was. You're tell me you're going to ask me a question like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. I, I like I like the. the mm-hmm. so, so my question was uh, I would ask him, is the company headed in the direction that you had in mind when you started it? That's, that's, would you alter the vision at all if you had started from scratch? today okay those would be the that'd be the question i would ask him just to see andy my question is more along the line of what what film before that wasn't made before you died do would you like to see fulfilled what what's what something you had in the works you know it was in development and it's never been made we may not even know about what is it and then what why would you want it to be made? Like why, what and why is it? So like they, they constantly over at Walt Disney Studios had several films in, you know, in, the, in line to go and they're developing several at once. And sometimes, you know, like when, when Mary Poppins got developed, it was kind of on the back burner and then they kind of got the, the negotiations with P.L. Travers, the writer of the Mary Poppins books to agree. So it got moved to the front of the line. So what film did you have in development that never got made, public doesn't know about, that you absolutely want to see made and why so that's my perfect yes yes yes. good answers wow okay one more question this is uh this is this was a, a fun one when i was trying to fit in my head um you get a chance to merge pixar with the marvel universe what would be your most epic team up with a pixar character and a marvel character that's easy <laughs> okay then andy oh that would be um well i got two okay go ahead all right, I got Elastigirl and Captain Marvel. Awesome. Yeah. Actually, I got three. Okay, that's one, Elastigirl and Captain Marvel. I have Captain America and Mr. Incredible. Awesome. And I have Black Panther and Frozone. Oh, that'd be great. Wow. Yes. All from the Incredibles, because obviously they're superheroes. Sure, sure. All right. I would say probably uh, Buzz Lightyear and Deadpool. Can we, can, we, can we count Deadpool yet? <laughs> yes. We, okay. we, the Fox merger is... Hold on. Let me check my sources. The Fox merger has been completed. Okay. Right okay. So. Is he... In the, uh, I mean... Okay, yeah. You can't ever get enough Deadpool. He should be... But could you imagine Tim Allen and Ryan Reynolds together? A, a comic book character who knows he's a comic book character versus a toy who forgets sometimes that he's oh, a toy. Oh, wow. He'd rip him apart all the time. <laughs> that would be amazing. He's like, mine grow back. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, I would what do you got? What do you got? Wally and Iron Man. Ooh. Oh, wow. oh, oh. Oh, okay. Ooh. I think would be just a fantastic, a, a fantastic team. I am up. a fan of that movie. Yeah. So, um, what, Iron Man? No. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> Wally Man. Absolutely. Ooh, Iron, Man. Iron Wally. Man, that Black Panther Frozone one was fantastic. I oh. such a... Such a great one. You take you take Frozen's abilities, and you take you know Black Panther's abilities, and you know Wakanda and and um, the, the 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 metal, which I'm forgetting the name. Adam, uh, of, uh, vibranium. vibranium, vibranium, and you just Adamantium. combine all that, and just oh man, just the 
the potential there is yeah. just anyway. So for for humor, it would be funny to see you know Nick Fury meet Frozone. Oh, <laughs> oh. you sound uh, familiar. <laughs> that would be. Problematic. So, I mean, a little bit. So. Well, um, speaking of all that, I had a chance to ask similar kind of questions to my friends, Paul and Brian Hall from the Bibbity Bobbity Bros podcast. Awesome podcast. If you don't listen to them, check them out. Just go Bibbity Bobbity Bros, Google them. Uh, Brian Hall has been on the show. His last, time, last time I was on the show was October 2017. He is the YouTuber impression guy, and his best friend, Paul, put this podcast together. And it is amazing. It's, it's really epic. Good. And we talked to them about making a podcast, their friendship, their love of Disney. Brian lost like 80 pounds. We talked about his process with that, his dog, Sandy. So go ahead, sit back and relax. And I just talked with them for like 25 minutes. And also a big thank you to them because they have their own podcast. They recorded their audio themselves. So it, we're not in a room together. I took their audio combined it with my audio. And so it literally sounds like we're in the same room. Oh, wow. It sounds That's that good. Amazing. So um, thank you, Brian, for doing that. You guys are amazing. And uh, so just sit back, relax, and listen to this conversation we had with the Bibbidi Bobbidi Bros. Hey there, Decasters. It is Andy here, and I have the Bibbidi Bobbidi Bros from the Bibbidi Bobbidi Bros podcast. I will let them introduce themselves because they have a very special way of introducing themselves. So go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Hello, everybody. My name is Brian Hall, and I'm joined by my best friend and co-host, Paul. Hello, universe. Woo! Thank you guys so much for being on the podcast, taking time out of your busy day. Uh, first of all, love, love, love your guys' show. Um, oh, thank you. It's well, I, I love. It. I've been a fan of Brian's for a, a long time now. I've been watching his videos, and it's always family friendly. I'm like, right now, my kids are obsessed with his gameplay videos in Sandy, like everything. <laughs> like I thought, I was talking to Brian. Like, ask him about Sandy. So let's get it out of the way. How's your dog Sandy doing? Sandy's doing really, really good. She's been extra playful today, which is kind of sad because I'm like, I've got to go work, Sandy. And she, all she wants to do is just go play and everything. But she's she's just super. She's doing great. Awesome, awesome. So first of all, let's just just tell me about your guys, you guys yourselves, and how you came up with the idea of the podcast, your friendship, and how the love of Disney brought you together. Let's start with Paul. Well, hello there, universe. <laughs> It's me, Paul. Um, let's see. Uh, like, let's starting with the podcast, I guess, or like our friendship. Yeah, we go well, first? They're, they're friendship? kind of they're they're kind of joint together. So yeah. you can start wherever you want. So uh, friendship wise, we actually met at church because some woman just <laughs> pushed him on me. Yep, just like literally, <laughs> it was literally like, here you go, you're gonna meet this guy, and you're gonna be best friends. Okay, bye. Good <laughs> it, convo. It really was. And that was literally it. It turns out she was right. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, awesome. whoa, mind fortune teller, what's going on here? And so that is kind of how we met. And then he asked me to do a project with him. And like by trade, I'm a psychologist. So it's like he asked me to do some video with him. And I'm like, because um, no. I just moved out to California at this time and I knew nobody. And my network's like, OK, we need you to make this thing with like four people. And I'm like, I don't know anybody. Here. <laughs> so it was a kind of an awkward. And he's like, can you help me? And I actually blew him off the first time. I'm like, no, I'm not going to help you. He did. Nerd. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I really need help. And I'm like, oh, fine. And so my wife and I went down and were my fiance. No, my wife. Um, and went down there and we helped him and it was just nonstop friendship ever since then. And now we're like brothers. So pretty much. It's I'm happy that person pushed him on my face and <laughs> in my in my universe. Um anyway, so 
podcast-wise, we actually kind of randomly came up with this, right? Well, it's like you had mentioned to me about, have you ever considered doing a podcast, Brian? And I'm like, I thought about it, but I would never do it alone. Right. I need a co-host. And it just so happened that... Uh, Anchor reached out to me and said, hey, you ever want to start a podcast? Just let us know. We'll help you set everything up. And I'm like, well, they want to set something up. I want to do something. And you said, I'd be your co-host. That sounds fun. I'm like, okay. We put it together and boop, there it is. And it was so funny because like you said, we put it together and we were out at, we were at Bob's Big Boy That's when it. we came up with the name. <laughs> yes, we were, we were at Bob's yeah, Big Boy. Yeah, we were. We were in Burbank. We were at Bob's Big Boy and I love eating there because I'm fat and I love hamburgers. <laughs> and as I was, as we were eating, I was like, what's going to be our, like, he's like, what's going to be the name? And I'm like, I have no idea what we're going to name this thing. And you're the one who came up with Bibbity Bobbity Bros. <laughs> and I'm like, what about Bibbity Bibbity Bobbity Bros? And he spit out his fries. And then it got on me, but I cleaned him up. And then after that, we started the Bibbity Bobbity Bros podcast. And it's been a nonstop awesome, you know, trek of happiness ever then. Ever since then. Ever then. That didn't make no sense. Ever, ever then. since then. <laughs> ever then. It's like happy ever after, but my version. Ever then. No, it made no sense. Anyway, so yeah, that is exactly how that started. You had another question. Do you have another question? Oh, I have lots of questions. Oh, great. Okay. Well, let me let me ask let me ask Brian. Like, how was it? You you've gone from you know. Anybody wants to hear your story? You know, it's you've been on the show before about a year and a half ago. Go look back in October 2017 of our archives. Uh, But you you put your story all over YouTube. How was Mm -hmm. it to work? Go from pretty much working solo. You do some collabs like Brizzy Voices and stuff. But pretty much you work solo to having that co-host. And how did that dynamic change for you creatively? Uh, well, creatively, it was nice to have somebody that I could always do a soundboard soundboard ideas with. So, like, whenever we come up with our topic for the next episode, I'll reach out to him and just be like, hey, I'm thinking about this. Uh, is that a dumb idea or is it a good idea? What do you think? I usually say dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Because uh, most of the time it's just like I have an idea and I'm like, well, I hope it's a good idea. We'll see. Let's make it and put it up. But this time it was just uh, now I we get to come up with the ideas together. We get to uh, sometimes he'll have ideas that I never would have thought of and I have ideas that he'd never think of. And so together we can make this thing as awesome as possible. So it's really got that collaborative spirit between us, which I really, really enjoy. Awesome. So how is it to, you know, your, your friends are doing a podcast. What other Disney things do you guys do together? You know, do you frolic through the parks together? Do you go to the films oh, together? Frolicking. Oh, we frolic <laughs> through the parks all the time together. Oh, we do. We skip, hop, and jump. Absolutely. Yeah, like just recently we got back from a Disney World trip. Uh, where we went together. So much fun. That was actually your first trip ever. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I love Disneyland with all my heart, but Disney World, man, you rock. <laughs> That's my new fave right now. Yeah, every day I see you, you're just like, Brian, I want to go back to Disney World. And I'm like, well, book it. Let's do it. Oh my I'm God, game. I can't wait. We need to go back. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, we do that together. Uh, we went on Disney cruises. We gone on Disney cruises together. We have together. one coming up. We watch the Disney movie of the week together every week. So we're mm-hmm. watching Disney movies together. We, uh... We're, we're talking about going to, like, the Alani at some point. We are. We're talking about going to the Oh, very Island. nice. Ayulani, however you pronounce it. I can't... One of my friends went there, and they're like, oh, I went to the Ayulani. I'm like, is that how you pronounce it? Ayulani? Ayulani? I've been saying Alani. That's I, what I've been saying, too. Yeah, me, like, too. Is that right? See, I feel like a cultural mess. I'm like, I don't even know... I don't even know what I am. Anyway, but yeah, that is kind of like, we do yeah. a lot of Disney things together. Yeah, even like just going to downtown Disney and doing stuff like The Void. We've oh, done that together like eight so times. Fun. I love The Void. Oh, it's so good. 
so, but yeah. So let me ask, ask Paul that we we haven't talked about this on the Dcast yet, but Disney just came out for their parks. No more large double strollers allowed in the park. <laughs> I want to hear Paul's take or rant on strollers <laughs> in the park. <laughs> Because oh. I, I, I am I am a dad too. I brought kids, and it's you. You got these very, I'll just say, strong-willed parents and their quadruple-wide strollers, and I've been there. <laughs> so I want to hear your take on it, Paul. Oh my God, you totally get it. Get some um, popcorn, sit down, and enjoy. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have the rant in me. Um, let's see. You know what? In all honesty, I'm happy they banned it because you're totally right with these quadruple right. Like they're like semi trucks. Yes. <laughs> they're yes. just they come in and they're like truck drivers and they're mean and aggressive like truck drivers. And I'm surprised they don't like you know curse at you. Well, they do some of them. And they like literally they're so big and they take up half of the walking space that you need to just you know live your normal life. And as they're pushing. They're they're trying. They're getting closer, and you're like hitting your what? Are they, like the what are they called? What's the thing? What's your feet the called? Heel? The heel. <laughs> the heel of your foot. I, thank you. You know that thing. And they're like pushing you along. In my humble opinion, I really honestly think that just having a normal. You know, if you have two kids, okay, get one of those strollers. Like my wife and I have one. It's not side by side. It's like front, front and to back. back. Yeah, front to back. Yep, yep. Okay, totally get it. Put them in one of those. If you have thirty six children, maybe don't bring all thirty six to Disneyland. Like that might be. I don't know. I don't have thirty six kids. Or bring a lot of adults with you. Or bring a crap ton of adults with you. Bring grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, all them. Yeah. Right? Bring everybody. Just make it a reunion at this point but if you are seriously considering going to Disneyland with four children which I totally get average number of kids but bringing like a double wide quadruple like what you said a quad wide stroller that's motorized with like laser beams and tractors and you know like traction and 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 infrared sensors in order to get around (laughs) it's a problem so just I'm happy they banned it you don't need to have radar on your stroller to get around Disneyland if you do you have a big stroller you need to get rid of it so that's just my humble opinion yes I'm happy that they got rid of it I I totally feel you on that I don't know how many I mean how many times I've been hitting the shins with shoulders and then you go over like it's a small world area and there's just this sea of quadruple wide strollers everywhere and you can't get around at all it's it's so incredibly frustrating so let me ask you guys both favorite disney land attractions and favorite disney parks overall Oh, fun well, times. I know we have the same Disney park attraction, uh, but I'm going to oh, let you yeah. say your Disneyland one first. My favorite Disneyland attraction? You know what? A lot of people are always just like, why well, is that your favorite? But I'm like, because it is. Haunted Mansion. I love the Haunted Mansion. It's just, it's classic. Mm-hmm. It's, and for the technology, for the, de- oh my gosh. Like, it just blows my mind. Every time I go in there and going, the Imagineers have the creativity and made the technology to put in this ride back in that time, that decade. Is phenomenal. Absolutely, so to me, yeah. it's one of my favorite rides. Yeah, mine's a little bit more of a conventional answer. Space Mountain, just because I've, I've done the Space Mountain at Disney World, I've done the one at Land, but there's something special about Lands. I think mm-hmm. it's just because it's like it's got its own music set. I feel like every time I go on this ride, it's faster or it's better, and I can't ever see the track, so I really don't know where I'm going each turn. So I'm like, it just feels like a new experience every time. It's I a ride. roller coaster in the dark. I mean, how yeah. Am- <laughs> how can you not like that? Exactly. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. And Disney took a, made a way to make just a roller coaster in the dark and make it more magical. Exactly. And I'm like, how'd you do that? But Dis- I have to say, like, Disney World's oh, Space yeah. Mountain, I thought I was going to have a stroke because that <laughs> thing, that thing is fast. I mean, it, it puts Disneyland's to shame. No, it speed doesn't. Wise. Speed wise. Speed I still wise. think ours is faster. No, I'm sorry. I thought I literally was gonna have a heart attack on that ride. Mm. Oh, whatever. Agree to disagree. Um, yeah, like <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> so okay, moving on. So, um, you guys have talked in your podcast. You know, your, your family friendly podcast, and there's a lot of different you know Disney podcasts. Some are more for adults. We we generally try to stay here at the Decast family friendly, unless there's a controversial topic we need to talk about. Then we just give it like a little little warning. But you guys have really committed to being. That podcast, you can turn on your car with the kids in there, and you don't have to worry about what's going to be what's going to be said. Why, why is that so important to you guys? Well, that's something that I've set up on my channel as well, not just with the podcast, but uh, it's it's there. It's just in my day to day life, I try to be super family friendly. It's just that's what I prefer to live as, and I don't ever use cursing in my normal vernacular. And I want my YouTube channel and my podcast to reflect that. And uh, Paul feels about the same, right? Uh, have you met me? <laughs> Are you crazy? Okay, so, yes, Brian has very much, and it's very commendable, Brian has very much committed to being family-friendly almost 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I think that's awesome, and I love that because And he respects it. 100% respect it, and so I totally go with it. With my type of humor and sarcasm, I have toned it down exponentially for the for the podcast <laughs> yeah, like has. exponentially but i still bring that flair mm-hmm. that like kind of and i'm not trying to like toot my own horn like ha 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 i'm so you're cool. like you're like the donald <laughs> to my mickey i kind of okay sure <laughs> but i kind of it bring that adult-esque kind of like you know sarcasm to yeah. the podcast and to anything we possibly do mm-hmm. and that's what i do and i kind of contribute but yeah to me I really think being family friendly is important, especially nowadays with all, excuse my language, but crap that's out there and such misinformation that it's good to be able to, like you said, just pop it on in the car and not have to worry that an F-bomb is going to be thrown yeah. or, or anything yeah. is going to anything is going to happen that's going to honestly, like, let your kids be kids for a second and mm-hmm. let, you know, the adults just kind of have a kid moment for a minute because that's okay and just relax and not have to worry and be on constant alert because there's so much out there right now. Yeah. So that's why I think I'm so happy that Brian stays that way is because it's needed. Yeah. And it's on top of that dealing with uh, groups like Disney and Pixar and all these things that they can deliver extremely mature and extremely adult messages without having to resort to anything that kids can't see. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why? If they can do it, why are we not doing that? And on top of that, I live by... Well, well, what Walt said, whenever he, whenever they made a picture, they never focused on kids or adults, just at that clean, unspoiled spot deep down inside of every one of us. And I'm like, well, that's what I prefer to see in my entertainment, so I'm going to bring that. Awesome. And as a parent, I, I, I really appreciate that just because, you know, I listen to the podcast, the kids are in the back, taking them to school. But also my kids have recently become very obsessed with YouTube. They always they always love Brian's YouTube channel, but like now they just want to watch YouTube because that's what all their friends at school are doing. And so you let them watch YouTube like, oh, crap, the F-bomb got dropped. And now I'm just like, oh, just watch Brian Hall play Kingdom Hearts for a half hour. And they love it. And they just, it's like, so as, as a parent, a Disney fan parent, thank you guys so much for putting that content out there. And not that there's not a time and place for other stuff. 
and, and that stuff's fine. But just to have a, something safe on YouTube and on a podcast mm-hmm. that the kids can be around and even enjoy is just it's very commendable. So thank you guys, one parent to another, and to you know, thank you, awesome. Thank you You're so much. Welcome. That's very nice. Thank you. So I do have to ask uh, a trailer dropped this morning. Yeah, uh, um, I, I want to yep. hear the, the Lion King live action trailer. Um, I've always had very mixed feelings about the live action remakes. <laughs> I have but to, I, so my I'm eyes were getting there. a little watery on this one, and I want to hear your guys' reaction. I will admit, like, I just had the reaction to my trailer just go up not too long before we recorded this. And uh, I, I have to admit, the first teaser, I was not super impressed. I'm like, y'all, you literally just took the exact same track from the shot first movie. You shot. didn't. It's shot for shot. You didn't even, like, do a remastered version of the line, of Circle of Life or anything. You literally just took it. Like, were you just in a rush to make the trailer? But you didn't give me really anything new. But this new trailer did. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get it. I'm on board. I was really hesitant. But Lion King is my favorite, favorite animated film of all time. Possibly my favorite film of all time total so i'm extremely protective of it but i'm not gonna lie i was just ecstatic watching the latest trailer so i'm hoping that it delivers what about you paul (laughs) i haven't watched it (laughs) (laughs) there was an unusual amount of silence there so i was wondering what's going on I have, him, yeah, I, have not, I have not watched it yet, and it's so awkward. I know I should. I was actually um, scrolling through my Instagram feed, and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I totally need to watch it before I see Brian's reaction video. But then I saw Brian's reaction video, and I'm like, oh, I don't need to see it anymore. <laughs> well, then you technically saw the trailer. I, I technically saw it, but I, I wasn't paying attention to the trailer. I was watching you being a dork, so <laughs> it was just like... Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with Brian. The first trailer was just like, "Mm, okay, you know what? You what? No, the first trailer. No, no, no. When when that first trailer came out, (laughs) you were mad at me because I didn't fall in love with it the second I saw it, like you did. Okay, that might have happened, but (laughs) I also can see your point where I'm like, yeah, you literally copied it shot for shot, like you just turned to CG. But this one, I saw there was some a lot of differences. So I'm like, okay, I'm excited for the movie because I'm more excited to see how Brian's going to react to it and cry, maybe be ecstatic. I'm not sure where he's going to be emotionally. I, we'll see because Dumbo was my second favorite Disney film of all time. You could have walked away from that and been fine. I don't know. I mean, like I, I wanted to see it through to the end, but I'd be lying if I said I walked away going, that was fantastic. I was like, could have been worse. <laughs> and to Brian, I mean, to regular people, that means it sucked. So, no. like, <laughs> to normal people, it's a suck. So l- let me ask Brian, um, this is a little bit personal about you. Um, and I, I, I totally relate to this because I'm on the same journey. You've recently lost quite a bit of weight lately, uh, and you've mm-hmm. been very public about it. Uh, talk to us for a few minutes about that, what that process has looked like, and, and uh, what, what brought that on? Well, uh, yeah, I recently just lost 80 pounds. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Still going at it. And uh, that started just because ever since I started my YouTube journey and ever since I moved out to California and did all this, I have not been taking care of myself in any sense of the word. I became a workaholic and I would just work, 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 work. And because of that, just to get myself through the day, uh, emotionally, I would be emotionally eating all the time. So Mm -hmm. instead of actually stopping, taking a legit break, I'd say... Okay, I'm gonna go run to Whataburger. Uh, not Whataburger because they're oh, not out here. You're, you're, not you're in, in, in California. It's In and Out. <laughs> go to In and Out, which is better, anyways. Oh! oh! 
went, oh, boom. I like you. Oh, those are fighting words. Oh, they say don't mess with Texas, but Texas messed with me first. I, will, I, I like you, so I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, okay, let's go to Wendy's, get a get a Baconator, and just get back to work. And, you know, just keep working and keep doing all that. But uh, over the years, that really, really took a toll. And I was by far the heaviest I'd ever been. And I was starting to deal with some health concerns and realizing just how many health concerns run in my family mm-hmm. uh, regarding all that. So I'm just like, you know what? I am cruising for a bruise in here. Either I go fix my life and get it fixed now, or I'm going to be in serious trouble down the line. And on top of that, I was just ready to fix every aspect of my life. I was sick of being a workaholic. So I'm like, okay, let's start taking some time off and get just get my head back on straight so I can make the kind of stuff that I want to make and be able to be the man I want to be. So that's where it all came from. And yeah, six months ago, I said, I'm going to do it. Joined up with a program and never stopped. Very cool. And just someone who's kind of, you know, followed your journey is on the same journey. Now I started, you know, this is the first time I've ever kept a New Year's resolution. And I, I'm, I'm at, I should hit 50 pounds sometime this week lost. So just watching Woo, you has been inspirational for me. So Yay. it's been it's been really cool to be able to go to the store and be like, I don't have to go to the big and tall section. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> it, it feels good. And just so thank you for putting that journey out there and inspiring those of us who, who are on that same journey. So thank you so much, Brian, for doing that. It's, Absolutely. it's, it's huge. And congratulations to you. Yeah, dude. Applause for you, sir. So two last questions I ask every guest, um, both of you. First one is, what does Disney mean to you? And the second one is, what does the Disney online community mean to you? We'll start with Paul. Whoa, that's that's some deep questions. Um, Okay, so I'm probably going to ask you to repeat, but what does Disney mean to me? So... Ever since I was a wee one. Um, <laughs> ever since I was a wee one. <laughs> ever since I was a kid, I... You know what's really funny? I didn't like Disney when I was a kid. I was not a fan. I really didn't care. Went to Disneyland once in a while. It was great. Not a big deal. Cool. The older I got, the more appreciation I found in it. And the reason it was is because it was an escape for me. Mm-hmm. So Disney is a, and still is a part, not a not even close to being like a whole of, but a part of my emotional support system because it helps me to escape and it helps me to be imaginative in a field where I can't be. So it's really hard, like for me, like, you know, I work in the forensic population, the forensic community. So I see a lot of devastating things. And because of that, you know, it hurts. It really hurts my emotional emotionality and it really kind of hurts my thought processes so when I was going through grad school and going through that I would go to Disney quite often to escape and be can just kind of be a kid and just like ignore reality for a while and so to me Disney is part of my emotional support to me Disney creates magic that I can escape to for a while so I don't have to deal with reality and I know that sounds weird but it's a way for me to cope temporarily until I get back into reality of, of my life gum, that was hardcore. That I was, know, right? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, what, what does the Disney online community online community oh, mean to you, Paul? Oh, what a good question. Okay, to- I totally need to see you. How to remind me? Um, so, 
the Disney online community means quite a bit to me because you look at these people who have dedicated quite a bit of time to Disney and not even that, but dedicated quite a bit of time to support one another. And I see that in Brian's comments on his videos and I see that in his fan reactions when I see people come up to him at Disneyland, Disney World, wherever we are with Disney, you know, in, in Disney, that these people have such a connection. And I think that's great for people that might be isolated or might be in a way that they need more support. And the online community for Disney is so supportive and they're so energetic and emotional and and vulnerable at times that it's amazing to see a connection. It's amazing these connections made. So the Disney online community in all honestly means it's, it's support and it's community and it's it's vulnerability and love that you don't see a lot in certain communities. And I think Disney's online community does it really well. Awesome. Brian, same question to you. All right. Uh, it won't what be as good as mine. What does Disney mean to you? Wow. What does the online community mean to you? Wow. And you got to talk, Paul. <laughs> and I got to talk, as, Paul. won't be good as good as mine. <laughs> okay. Um, what does Disney mean to me? Disney, to me, uh, it can really just be summed up in that one quote that I said earlier from Walt. It's that clean, unspoiled spot deep down inside of every one of us. It's whenever we look around and see all the turmoil and hate going on in the world, we can sit here. We can go back to Disney and just say... Well, at least we can rest knowing that this little spot of joy rests in most people. And let's see if we can bring that out. And it for just a minute, it's almost like, you know, you can kind of, almost like what Paul said. I'm not stealing your answer, but it's just like <laughs> a little bit of, you know, of escapism. You know, you can, you can get away and just remember that at the heart of most people is going to be what you see in Disney films. Just sometimes we can be blinded by other things. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the online community, to me, really means a lot because I've now been emotionally invested into this thing for five years. <laughs> so not only as uh, somebody who's been involved with it, but has in some way, shape or form helped influence it in whatever way that I can. It it does mean a lot to have a bunch of people who can come together for that same principle, the one I talked about, the clean, unspoiled spot down in the tide of every one of us. It's It's a way we can put all of our differences aside for just a minute and realize, yeah, Look, we're all people. We all want basically the same thing. Sure, we're going to have differences of opinion here and there, but we can at least we can at least rest in the knowledge that we do have some similarities. And yeah, it seems a bit trivial in some regards to say, "Oh yeah, it's Disney." But what does? But going back to what Disney means, it means so much more uh-huh. than just. It means more than just a talking mouse and flying elephants and stuff like that. It means just hope and peace for the future. Very cool, very cool. Guys, thank you so much for taking taking your afternoon and coming on the show. Where can people find you individually online and the podcast, Bippity Boppity Bros? So, Bippity Boppity Bros, you can find us pretty much anywhere where podcasts are uh, played. And you just type in Bippity Boppity Bros, and we should be the only ones unless <laughs> someone else has our I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Twitter and Instagram, we're Bippity B Bros. Uh, Instagram for Oh, Paul yeah, for Instagram um, at Disney. What am I? You're Disney Nerd twenty three nineteen. You can find me on Instagram. I post some really weird, fun things about Disney and me and just being silly. Yeah, and then I'm on Brian Hull's voice for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube is Brian Hull. Awesome guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been great having you. Yeah.
So yeah, that is Brian Hall. I love making fun of him because he's from Texas. Um, it's uh, really? Yeah, you didn't? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was from Texas. You listen to the interview? <laughs> Oh, good. I'm just like, no, we don't listen to the interview. I did the interview at about 1.15 this afternoon. They haven't had a chance to listen to it. I thought you'd catch the catch the drift of that. So they're, they're, they are completely ignorant of what happened in the interview. Um, Great interview. Yeah. Um, so, like, they talked about Whataburger, and I said, in and out is better. And then oh, for shame. They talked about being from Texas, and I'm like, well, I, they say don't mess with Texas, but Texas messed with me first. And so, yeah, it was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is okay. But we did talk with Paul. Uh, if you listen to the Bibbidi Bobby Bros podcast, he is a very much a supporter of these new Disneyland rules. Um, like ex- excluding the quadruple wide, huge strollers and smoking. So Sean, uh, we, there's some new rules at Disneyland yeah. about things you can do and can't do. So yeah, you can't smoke the cigarettes anymore and you can't bring, which is absolutely great. What, you can't Walt smoke. Disney died from smoking yes. cigarettes. And I was listening to their podcast on the way here actually. And they talked about that, that Walt cat, Walt actually died from smoke, from lung cancer and, yeah. He created. They, they were saying that he actually had spots in the park for him to go where he could smoke, and yeah, that's one of the things. Like you, whoever said that they would ask him what he would change. I wonder if he would be on board with that change. Yeah, um, yeah, that's one of the real. The major rule is there will be no smoking in or around the park. I believe within like ten feet of the gates, which is I, I think it's great. I think it's, is it the gates or is it on the property? Like, I think it's on property. So I know you cannot smoke in the Esplanade or or in either of the 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 the, 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 the parks is, or any any of the parks. The shuttles well. the, or yeah. the you know Toy Story lot shuttles or any of that. I think it's great. Um, Absolutely. You know, and especially and you get why they're doing it because the Star Wars land. They're trying to make all the room possible. Especially the smoking area over there by Hungry Man is on the way to uh, Hungry, Hungry, Bear. Hungry Bear. On the way to uh, Star Wars Land, you yep. don't need all that space. Another rule, which is a little more unpopular from some people, is the strollers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have a certain width and length requirements on the strollers, which I think is, is really good too, because those double yes. strollers are a pain. Double, to, there's to, some, I've seen triple and yeah. quadruple strollers yeah. there. And then they have the wagons. Now, those of you who are listening, getting all mad at me right now for saying this. <laughs> There's a Disneyland is to capacity. You can't build a second level to Disneyland. I mean, it's, unless they start tearing down like the Hilton across the street, and you know, get rid of or you know, tear, you know, plow through Harbor Boulevard or Catella or whatever, which they can't do. The city of Anaheim's yeah, gonna, no more room. There's no more room. There's a little. There's a little bit. There's this one little tiny <laughs> hotel behind Cars Land called Aspen Inn. I'll give them some more room. It's actually really. I've stayed there before. Great hotel. Little privately owned. Great. Uh, I think they're holding out. The one on the corner right there? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of behind the 7-Eleven. Gold mine. Gold mine. Yes. So I think they're, because you can get that and get a little more room, maybe put something else there, right behind Cars Lane. But there's no more room. And I I have taken babies and children to, I've taken a three-month-old to Disneyland and run all the rides. I've taken three kids. I get it. I understand. First of all, you know, don't be afraid just to rent a stroller. I've right. rented strollers before, and that's worked out. We also, we we go and we buy, when we get there, Target, we stay like across here from Target, mm-hmm. and we buy the cheap, like Disney $15 strollers. They're cheap, oh, yeah. they're light, and if they get lost or broken, no big deal. We're, we're probably not going to take them on the plane with us anyways when right. we fly. So, and I know a lot of locals, they have those huge strollers, and I, I get it. 
but there's just no space. And I have had my ankles and shins hit so many times Absolutely. from rogue strollers or someone's letting their child, their their six-year-old, push their two-year-old and one-year-old sibling in the stroller, and I get hit. No, stop doing that. And I understand it's a place for kids, and a lot of adults are hanging out there now. I get it. And so parents are like, well, it's supposed to be for kids. No, it's a place where adults and kids can hang out and do stuff. But there's just no space. There just no, there isn't. isn't. I mean, when they, when they built Walt Disney World, they doubled the width of Main Street and Walt Disney World and the Magic Kingdom because even back in the 70s, they realized Disneyland was too small. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look all over the park where they, you know, like you walk in through Adventureland right there by where now the Tropical Hideaway is. Mm-hmm. You have, they took out all that stroller parking and then there's made so much more room there, which is smart. And I, I get it. Every time we go, the same thing. We have... Family members will yep. actually rent strollers and have them delivered to the hotel. And we'll pick them up when we get there, and we leave them at the yep. hotel when we leave. It's great, but you have to have them. We have a bunch of young kids who go with us, so mm-hmm. they get tired after after an yeah, hour. Yeah, they, they want to sleep. You know, this year I think when we go, we're not getting any strollers. We were talking about it last week at dinner. We're like, no one's gonna get a stroller because they're all six and seven now. So yeah, they, they should, can be walking. They should be able to be walking, and it'll be nice. I and I, I understand, but it's just, also have you ever small world. In front of Small World, oh, yeah. right after lunchtime. Right there by Toontown, where it's just oh, all the way out it's the, the middle of the sea of yeah. stroller parking. Yeah. I've had my stroller taken by someone who had the exact same stroller and luckily was tagged and they realized and right. they called us. But it's just, it's a mess. So I, same I, thing over in Tomorrowland right yeah. there when you're in front of Astro Orbiters right yeah. there. Same thing. It's just my, piles. Of my piles. thing is, you know, just strap the kid on you. Like <laughs> when we brought Isabel, our, our three month old, we didn't bring a stroller for like two, we were there four days. No, we had annual passes, so we were there like five or six days, like total, like in the parks. So a lot of those days we didn't even bring a stroller; we just strapped her on us and just went about, you know. So that's, yeah, I get it, I understand, I totally, but that's what needs to be done because Star Wars Land, because yes. Galaxy's Edge taking over the world. Yes. Also, the, um, they have another rule that you can't have; you can't bring in your own dry ice anymore. Dry ice that does that does pose a safety concern because yeah. there's certain things that can be done with dry ice. I, I get that, I understand. And people yeah. are they're packing like these huge meals. And Disneyland's been really good about allowing you to bring in food. Right. You make your own sandwiches at the hotel or at home, and um, they generally like you can't like go to McDonald's and bring like McDonald's right. in. They're kind of strict on that. They understand, you know, people. You don't want to spend twelve dollars on a hamburger all the time. I exactly. get that. I understand, but still, you don't need to be packing. Yeah, dry ice is dangerous. So it's, it's very not dangerous. Something, it's not something you're gonna want around. No, no, it, yeah. So, I am fully supportive of all these rules at Disneyland. Good and, job, uh, Disney. Good Absolutely. job, definitely. Um, hopefully, they'll figure something out to get the crowds under control and get more space. I don't know what else they can do. I mean, this is the fact that they built a second park. You know, in the parking lot. In the parking lot of the original. <laughs> I mean this. I think back, like, you know, man, this used to be the Pinocchio part yeah. of the, like, parking lot right here over at where Monsters, Inc. is. You know, just like, oh, my gosh, this is you crazy go there, to me. Hey, you go there and the you go there with school and the buses would park right there in the Eeyore parking lot. And you're like, now, yes, now, yes. It's, now it's Indiana Jones. And they, you know, do, so. they drop you off. And, yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy to imagine that, how much it's changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is what is going on at the park. What else we got, Chris? You got something else on there for us on, our, on your little, little I do. Uh, first of all, let's also let's also since we're on the parks, let's let's uh, uh, talk about sending Andy to the parks, guys. Let's uh, you know, please. Uh, Got to make sure that we get to Andy. the end right? of the road. That's right. We'll we'll stop and singing I the song when he goes. Let 
go. You gotta send Andy to the bar. You belong to. It's me. been gone for so long. I belong to. Yeah. He um, needs to go to the bar. So I'm actually at Disneyland today, tweeting at me and, and responding to my Instagram posts, the actual official like daily Disneyland accounts, which is great. I don't think they're gonna do anything about it. They're gonna say, <laughs> hey, yeah, we wish you were here too, Andy. Sorry, <laughs> sucks for you. Except you can do something about that. You can send me. It does look like my wife and I are planning for me to be at the D23 Expo. I am trying to arrange um, press credentials for the podcast, uh, once, which will hopefully we'll get the the website's pretty much ready. New website's pretty much ready. We're just kind of getting things going, and then we'll get the video content up and ready and blogging up and ready. I think Chris will be our blogger. Listen, he works for a newspaper. He can write, right? We will. Yeah, I can write a little bit. Okay, we, good, good. we will be. We would be glad to go live from D twenty three. Yes. Even, yes. Yeah, you know, don't even worry about it. Just give us a little room to the side. We'll just <laughs> <laughs> there is a, there is a press room there. There is a there press is. Room to go. Uh, I was there in 2015. Couldn't go in 17, which is really depressing. I went I went in 2017 to VidCon for work, and then I met up with like Tracy Hines, Brian Hall, um, Jenny Ray, and they were all like, "What? Well, you're not?" And we hung out, and then I hung out with like Sarah and Leo and a bunch of other Disney content creators, and they're like, "Wait, you're not going to D23?" And it was just so depressing because D23 was like three weeks later. And because VidCon was later that year, and D23 was way earlier than usual, and it was it was the same. D23 was like the weekend before Comic Con, and oh, it was a mess. So I promised myself I would never miss another D23 because reasons, right? So it's if you haven't been to D23, go. It's so worth it. Just even if you can't get into all the panels or everything, just being amongst the Disney community is so amazing. So I'm. Really hoping to be able to go. Looks like we're going to try to make it happen. My big goal is to get the press credentials and to be able to sit in the press area and report on it for the DCAST. And once we get the website up and blogging going. Awesome. And if we can somehow get all of us to go, that would be even better. Yeah. There so, you go. yeah. So, uh, Disney Plus, guys. Disney Plus. It's uh, released some working titles. Loki. Uh, we do know. Loki. We do know that. Um, Loki. Yeah, yeah, Loki. Um, keep it low key. We do, keep, <laughs> I'm here all day, people. Thank you. He's Thank my you. brother. Um, we know that the He's Mandalorian adulting. is definitely one. Mandalorian uh, starting uh, starring uh, Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. uh, from Narco. Anyone? Yes. Uh, Monsters at Work 2020 with yes. John Goodman and um, Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal and Jennifer Tilly is back as as uh, Celia. Nice, my little sweet potato. Um, and John Ratzenberger. Is you back. and me, me and you. <laughs> That's so good. Both John, of us together. Ratzenberger is back as uh, the Yeti. Hey, a little in fact, I know me that. Um, and so uh, he's also playing another Snow character. Yes, yeah, Snow Cones. <laughs> uh, so that's good. But they also put some working titles out there. We have the Marvel Six One Six which is a documentary series that explores the historical, cultural, and societal context of the Marvel legacy stories. Why is it called Marvel 616, you may ask? Why? Well, because that's the primary Earth that follows the continuity of the comic universe. Ooh. It's called Marvel 6. I mean, it's, it's Earth 616. Yes, so. the multiverse. Yeah. Earth Keepers, a documentary series that follows conservationists and the animals that they study. And is this in combination with National Geographic and Disney Nature? I, I I, I didn't say. I'm assuming it's got something to do with that on the outside. They've they got a little bit of documentaries yeah. coming out. They've got a reality shows coming out. One is called Be Our Chef. Um, Be Our Chef. That's right. Our service to the It's shot at the Walt Disney World Resort. It invites okay, families. Real, real, real quick yeah, before yeah, yeah. we get to that. Sure. Disney, I am about to graduate from film school here. Yeah. If you want me to direct some documentaries for you regarding the parks, 
or the nine old men or Pixar, anything, anything I will, I, I will do it at base rate. I will I, I just I'll do it for cheap. Just send me at the Burbank. Base rate. Give me a camera and a mic and a lapel and I will find a crew there and I will make it happen for cheap. Disney. How about that? And it'll be good. It'll, it'll, it'll be for cheap, but it'll be quality. So Disney, if you're listening, up and coming, up and coming filmmaker, documentarian here. I would love my career just to be to make Disney documentaries. And there's so much stuff out there. Archival. I can make an archival documentary. I can make a live, you know, whatever. Um, um, gosh, I'm just, I'm, my mind's racing right now, but all wow. the different things I could do for you, Disney, you need me, Disney. Why. You, you need me. The, the bang, the energy drink is just, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm going a million miles a minute here. Um, so yeah, I just, Anyways, so I, I have been trained by literally the woman who wrote the book on documentaries, uh, Betsy McLean. There you go. Um, she's called the, the Documentary Diva. She has been on, she's, she is an Academy member for documentaries. She's been on Sundance. She's been on the TIFF board for documentaries. I've been trained by her. So you need me, Disney. Anyways, Andy's Toy ahead. Barn, a weekly show from Disney+. Plus. I know. There it is. It writes itself. Gosh, come on. I've been, I've been trained by the <clears throat> woman of documentary making. So there it is. If you're looking for a few good hosts... Chris and I are here for you. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sorry to interrupt you there. No, just, no, it's great. I've so, been wanting to get Disney do it. So, BR Chef takes families from different uh, backgrounds, mm-hmm. and it's basically a cooking competition to, to find and make a meal that best suits parks and Walt's vision. And the winner, the winning dish will be served at the park. Oh, my God. Like, which is fantastic. What a great contest to win. So, reality TV, documentaries, yeah. all the other content. But wait, there's more. And there's more. Cinema relics. Cine- Iconic art of the movies. It focuses on props, costumes from all the films. They're going to be going through all the wardrobes. And Disney, take things. all my money. Take right? all know, right? my money. How much is it going to cost? $50, $60. <laughs> you can have it. Take it. Yep. We've got Encore. That is a Kristen Bell produced show about former uh, castmates of a high school musical who will attempt to recreate their original performances. Sounds what? pretty. Is Zac Efron going to be in this? I don't know. I want some Zac Efron. I watched a Zac Efron movie. Yes, a little hairspray. It's the ladies' choice. Oh All right. God. Anyway, um, I we, saw. I just saw a movie with Zac Efron that had the. It was directed and starring the dude from, um, um, uh, How I Met Your Mother, on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called. It was actually really bad, but Zac Efron plays like a hippie stoner. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, nice. Uh, we have Marvel's <laughs> Hero Project, which is a ins- uh, bunch of inspiring stories cool, yeah. of young kids uh-huh. and people who are dedicating their lives to being like real life superheroes. Yep. And every day that sounds awesome. Uh, reconnect. Uh, families torn apart by certain things, be it uh, working long hours or divorce, and it uh, they're they're brought back together. They're reconnected. Um, Disney, one I think hire that Sean, me. Hire me, Sean's going to love this one. Uh, the the as, as yet untitled uh, Walt Disney Imagineering documentary. Which I would just pay monthly for that. The 65 plus year history of the Walt Disney Imagineering <laughs> Studios, everything that's happened. They're going to have uh, exclusive things that you, uh, for, to see, to know about, behind the scenes stuff. That would be amazing. All kinds of stuff. So that's just 10. Uh, well, eleven. If you you know, if you if you want to count Loki, 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 which we have to. Yes. Um, well, then I, I just heard today from the Disney Insider. Uh, oh. What was it? It was it a, a um, Hawkeye. There's uh, a he had there. There's a Hawkeye series, which um, will will feature prominently his wife and kids. Oh. So. I'm not sure if it's pre or post snap snapshot, but the snapping. But yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. I'm in. So. 
always rely on the Disney inside. They are amazing. They know their stuff. Yes, Skyler is just like, I don't know. He he knows. I think I think he actually knows the ghost of Walt Disney. Well, thanks for the heads up there, Skyler. That's so. uh, awesome. Anyway. But yeah, so uh, Disney Plus looks like it's, I mean, it's definitely set to take my money. So Please take all yeah, my no money. Doubt. Yeah. So what are you most looking forward to there, Sean? I'm guessing it's What do the, you think? I know what it is. <laughs> it's the man with the Walt Disney shirt and tattoo. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, that would, that, that awesome, that. right? Like I said, I would just pay for that. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I, I'm the guy who goes on and looks for the bootleg copies of, of Disney documentaries on YouTube. And I love, I mean, we've had the, the filmmakers of um, uh, Animated Life on here, which talk about Floyd Norman, which I'm trying to get, I would love to get an interview with Floyd Norman uh, for the show. Floyd Norman was the first African-American animator at Disney. I had the filmmakers on the show about two and a half years ago now. I love everything about Disney documentaries. There's so much. So much stuff. So much stuff because Disney has had such an impact on the culture at large, not just in the United States, but, you know, you go over to Eastern Europe, it's Disney, 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 Disney. You go to Mexico, it's a lot of bootleg Disney stuff, but still, it, the, Disney, 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 Disney. I remember going into, like, piñata stores in, like, Ensenada, and it's, like, all Disney, you know, stuff. You know, you go quinceañera dress shops in, in Mexico. It's princess Disney-themed quinceañera dresses. And so, it's gosh, it's just – it's it's taken over the world and culture. And so, to be able to explore that in documentary – the billion different documentaries you can do, Disney, and I can do one of them. Um, give me a call, Andy Hearn at gmail.com. Um, I've been trained by a documentary, my, like the primo female document, female documentary. Anyways, so yeah, go. Disney, hire me. There it is. <laughs> I've had too many energy drinks. Bang. Bang. Bang, Bang has creatine too. <clears throat> Actually, drink it right before a workout. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> How many have you had today? Um, this is my first. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Andy, like you're looking fantastic. How well, much are you down you. now? I am down 48 and a half pounds. I'm going to hit that pounds. 50, that 50 mark here That's pretty amazing. soon. That's awesome. Amazing. And, uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I, I was actually able another Rogue City comic shout out. Uh, I got a shirt from them. Largest they had was 2x. I'm like, okay. You, you're in a place where you can't try it on. You kind of put it up against. You're like, all right. And I put it on. It fit. Was so excited. Uh, I was in three four X territory before, so it's nice. It feels good. Man, if I can drop down to four X. I mean, I was and I was happy too because I want to. I'm, I'm buying a lot of new clothes at Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and I got some lower, you know, lower size pants. And I'm already growing, you know, shrinking it out of those. So what was nice? I only paid ten bucks for a pair of like Levi's. So that's it's great. Awesome. You know, who cares the zippers on the side? You know, whatever. But <laughs> what are they like the the breakaway <laughs> pants as Kobe comes in? <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 showing. You're you're, you're killing it. You're doing two a days on some two days. Two a days huh? on some days. You know, uh, depending my on goodness. my schedule, I, I do, I'll do an hour of cardio, then an hour, hour of circuit. You know, and then you know, uh, big shout out to guys we've had on the show. Brian Hall has been a huge inspiration to me. You know, with his weight loss and keeping accountable, and also Leo Camacho. If you, if you haven't know, Leo was quite chubby for a while, and he slowly worked it, worked it. And now he's just. He's a personal trainer. He is ripped. Oh, my gosh. And then also uh, Sarah Sterling, our friend of the show, Sarah, has been working out in the Healthy Mouse. Um, they've been posting their workouts and stuff on Instagram. Uh, the Healthy Mouse is a friend of Sarah and Leo. Do a lot of food, Disney blogging and Instagramming is too. They, they post their workouts. And so that, watching their stuff, fellow Disney lovers and how they've really taken their health uh, seriously, 
is a huge inspiration to me. And then to see transformation like Leo and Brian has been big. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So well, keep it not, up. Not, not saying that you know you you if you are happy with you 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 do you. But I just got to a point where I was like, you know what. I can't. I, I want to work in film. I can't move on around on set like I need to, like I want to. And I, you know, I'm every, everything. Like Brian said in the interview, everything runs in my family: heart disease, cancer, everything. And so, you know, I want at least another good forty years. You know, I get it. I, I would like to live to be a hundred, but you know, I, you know, I'm 36 now. I'm about to be 37 here pretty soon. The average lifespan in the United States is 77. So I, I figure I got another good 40 years. So let's just let's make it a good 40 years and being active and getting ready to do some hiking and other things and. So yeah, that's and, amazing. Uh, and it also helps that you know I have celiac disease. It doesn't help. It stinks. But you know I can't <laughs> I can't eat like seventeen churros. I can't eat meat churros. I eat a churro. You'll see churros later. I want a churro so bad. Uh-huh. My wife and I made gluten free churros. They're actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of amazing. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it. All right. Chris, just so, I mean, it wasn't an offer, but I just. <laughs> oh, Sean, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Big Papa Disney. Why is that? Because you love it when they call you Big exactly. Papa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yes. How about you there, Chris? <laughs> I, I managed to change my name. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram oh. at Big Daddy <laughs> CMB. That's Big D A D D D Y C M B. Big Daddy CMB on the both. That's awesome. And also our other co-host, David Van Hook, cannot be here. Um, he's working on our website. He is. And uh, it's going to be up and running. Go to decast.com. All of our links are net. there. Decast.net. Uh, why? Five and a half years saying .com. And so I get on. it. Go to the decast.net for all .net. your decast needs. But you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcasts, on uh, Spotify, on YouTube. Those are places to listen. You can follow me. Andy Herndon at Andy Herndon and all the various social media networks. My Instagram game has been stepped up tenfold Very much. as of late uh, with Disney nerdy content working out um, partly because of what I'm doing for school for my practicum. I am leveraging my social media outreach with the DCAS and um, shows I work for and people I'm doing filming for and producing content for to grow my content as a creator and filmmaker. I kind of had to finagle that, but I'm having a lot more fun doing that than I would making a film. I'm already making a film, but like, yeah, so it's really cool. I get to do that, and this, it's the information they wanted. So and I, I get to work with another influencer who was in the communication program at my school. Um, she's going to have a travel blogger Instagram, has 10,000 followers. So we're kind of working with each other. I have a large Twitter following. She has a large Instagram following, so we're kind of figuring it out and how to get that up and create great content to support other creative content, other creatives, other businesses. So, yeah, go to my Instagram, at Andy Herndon. My Twitter, at Andy Herndon. Instagram, I, I, I'm just enjoying Instagram a lot more. No, I understand. Buy some merchandise. Yeah, merchandise. Decast.net. We have yes. we have stickers and shirts and all Cell kinds of fun covers. stuff. Cell phone covers. Go check that out. It Buy a shirt. Us out. Tag it us in it. Take show. a picture of yourself wearing it. We'll shout you a shout out. Give you a shout out. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be a huge help as well. But everything is uh, at the Decast. And yeah, if you are a local Southern Oregonian, and even if you're not, and you want to fly out here, if you're that desperate for in-game tickets. Um, go to Rogue City Rogue City Comics on Instagram nice and you can find out tomorrow. It is a nice theater. Uh, you can find out tomorrow how you can win tickets to Endgame. And yeah, do you have anything else, guys? Zach, you got anything? Zach, the intern? Nothing? Nothing? All right. <laughs> oh, my buzzer's going off, so that means it's time to go. So with that, guys, thank you for listening to this week's episode of The D-Cast. D-Cast.